0: How do you combat neo Nazis and anti Semitism in your community? Show up. This is Randy Osborne. Worldview Truth. In 2022, the anti Semitic incidences in the United States has rose nearly 36%, which is actually the highest rate since 1979. And in 2023, this year, it is projected to increase even over 2022's numbers. Additionally, there has been 41% increase in activity reported on college and university campuses, and also 61% increase in K through 12 schools. These attacks across the U.S. have become more violent, as small but vocal neo-Nazi groups have become more emboldened across the country. Some of these places have focused on places like Florida due to the recent increase in the Jewish population here in the state of Florida. These radical and violent Nazis have attempted to wreak havoc among the Jewish communities across the state. Today, the state of Florida legislature passed a bill, HB 269, that was actually present it today to the governor that will prevent hate groups from acting out some of the violence against religious and ethnic communities that has been experienced in the past few years. Volusia County Sheriff Chitwood has openly taken a stand against this anti-Semitic hate groups within his county. This stand he has taken has gotten him national attention across the United States which actually has resulted in death threats that he's getting across the nation. To date, there has been a total of three felony arrests for death threats against this sheriff. Two of these Nazi hate groups decided to hold a rally uh, in protest against Sheriff Chitwood. When this was discovered, organizations... Within Florida, as well as across the country, got together and joined forces to organize a counter-protest in an effort to, number one, support the sheriff, Sheriff Chitwood, as well as support the Jewish community. The following is a report from WESH TV Channel 2.
1: American flags, some with the Star of David, waved along State Road 40 in Ormond Beach Saturday. Dozens of people came together to stand up for the Jewish community.
0: We're Christians and, uh, you know, any type of racism is not good. We all need to be upstanders and not bystanders when people spew their
2: hatred, especially when they threaten violence.
1: They were waiting for members of the neo-Nazi socialist movement to arrive. That group had plans to protest Volusia County Sheriff Mike Chitwood outside City Hall on Saturday.
2: We thought, well, hey, we got we know where they're gonna be, so let's let's organize a counter-protest.
1: The permit was denied and the neo-Nazi group was nowhere in sight.
2: I will not be quiet when Jews are being targeted. We're fed up with it, we're here to stand by them. Uh, to make sure that they understand that we got their back.
1: Sheriff Chitwood has been setting the example. Thank you. you. He thanked the crowd for the support when he stopped by the protest. The sheriff has been speaking out against hate groups and anti-Semitic propaganda in the county. Since then, three people have been arrested for threatening to kill Chitwood.
2: Anti-Semitism isn't a political cause, it's a disease and you gotta stamp it out
1: people from across the country stand with that message
2: i actually live in new york oh, i came wow. down for this because uh i i am i'm committed to showing up i traveled all the way from where i live in washington dc and new york city they're getting emails from across the united states to get them from across the world
0: you're like wow this really does resonate way outside of of, of my community what's going on here
1: in volusia county sanay Watch 2 news
0: we will be right back with the deputy director for the Philos Project, one of the organizers of the counter-protest. Worldview Truth. This is Randy Osborne. I want to introduce to you a new podcast called Worldview Truth. Worldview Truth discusses conservative issues and battles that are important to you that you will not hear on mainstream media. Please follow, like, and share Worldview Truth with Randy Osborne. Thank you and God bless. Worldview Truth. Today I have Luke Moon, Deputy Director of the Philos Project, and uh, it's a newly formed organization the Philos Action League. Can you tell us a little bit about first of all the Philos Project, what it's about and this newly formed organization that's what a couple years old is the Philos yeah, Action yeah, League.
2: Yeah. So Thanks for having me on, Randy. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, the those project we started in 2014, largely to, to twofold: raise awareness about the plight of persecuted Christians in the Middle East, and also encourage Christian support for Israel and the Jewish people. And we saw those things as really in, really linked together. You know, one of the sayings that was common among, you know, the ISIS movement was first the Saturday people, then the Sunday people, right? So first we'll drive out the Jews, and then we'll drive out the Christians. And we we just saw the importance of talking about the region as a whole. You know, our our model was promoting positive Christian engagement in the Middle East, and we saw that as being really, like, an important element of the Christian's understanding of region and the plight of Christians, but also, you know, this place in the region where the Church is actually growing, where there's freedom of religion and freedom of speech and that kind of thing, and it was just, maybe Israel could be a model for the region as opposed to what is often seen as the problem of the region. And so we really uh, did a lot of programming initially to bring out uh, people to a better understanding, And then last year, uh, 2022, we started the Fields Action League. And it was really a way to harness the the, the issues of anti Semitism in the United States. Because we saw that, you know, for a lot of people, we can get them interested in Israel, get them excited about Israel, but then they would be like, but the Jews, right? Like, so it was a weird disconnect there. And so we, Basically, it's very simple. Anytime there's an anti-Semitic incident anywhere in the country, a Christian will show up with a bouquet of white roses and a card saying, "We stand in friendship and solidarity with you." And oh, wow. it it just it, it's such a powerful thing when when somebody who you don't expect to be you know standing with you shows up at your door and is has a has a physical display of that. And so it was a real, you know, it was really amazing.
0: So, Luke, tell me what the rose, the white rose means. Can you give me a little bit of, of background, you know, what that is about and, and why that's so significant?
2: Yeah, so the white rose was a, uh, basically it harkens to a group of young professionals and college students in Nazi Germany in the 40s uh, that were really bothered by what they saw in their country. And they formed the White Rose Society. Uh, and they just wrote pamphlets and spread the word and all that sort of stuff. And it was, it was. Uh, they ultimately, the, most of the members were uh, killed by the Nazis. But you know, in their you know, in a, uh, a way of standing on their shoulders, uh, we want to push back at the manifestations of of the same spirit of hate that was that was in the 40s is alive today and we just think it's important for Christians to stand in uh stand against the hate.
0: Wow, that's that's powerful. One of the things I've noticed is there's a lot of mistrust, I guess is the best way to put it, mm-hmm. with um with Christians, with the Jewish community, with Christians. Do you know why, why why is that? Is that is that something that's been going on for years or is it something new or what what is going on there
2: well you know it's it, it actually goes back you know thousands of years actually you know there there has been a long history of of anti-jewish uh, or like basically persecution from Christians against Jews okay um you know there is there are on the on the sides of synagogue on the sides of cathedrals all over Europe, it was common to see uh, a pair of statues. One was called Synagogia and the other Ecclesia. One was representing the Church and the other the Synagogue. And the statue of the Church of Ecclesia, she had, it was a woman, standing with her head held high, round on her head, she had a staff in her hand and holding a chalice. And she's very, she's very proud, she looks regal. And then next to her is synagogia. Synagogia has her has a is wearing a blindfold, has her head bowed down, she has a staff in her hand but it's broken, and she has a book that is kind of being held at her side. And it was clear that like this is the representation of the defeat of the synagogue by the church. Right? And this is this kind of mentality had manifested itself over and over and over again. And so if you're if you're Jewish, that's what you've seen, that's what you know. And you know, there have been attempts, you know, to, you know, get Jews to eat bacon and like do all kinds of things that are just very um like antagonistic, unnecessarily antagonistic. Right. And I I just think it, it so it comes from that place of distrust because of our history of persecution. But the other part is that too often Christians go right to the evangelism point, right? Like, so it's there isn't even development of relationship, of friendship, of tell me about, you know, how you. Read uh, the book of Genesis, right? Like those right. those kind of core things we have together. It's like, you know, uh, it's it's right to the issue that that actually you know divides many Jews from Christians and Jesus, obviously, and and it just becomes this like uh, there's just a, a lot of suspicion about the intent. You know, are you being nice to me because you want to convert me? Or are you being nice to me because you uh, you actually care about me as a person? And I hope that that when people see us all the time, they see us like our motivation is out of just a position of love. And if conversion happens, if evangelism happens, it's because it, it was it. it it's by the fruit of being observed, not by any kind of, like, you know, extra pressure.
0: Right. I understand. The other question I have is um, <clears throat> churches, uh, getting churches engaged in um, basically just standing in the gap of, of, of the Jewish community. I have noticed, and, and I mean, this is a, it's a known, known issue, that throughout the, the nation there has been a huge uptick in anti-Semitism. And um, first of all, can you tell me what is going on there? And secondly, um, where is the church on this? Where where are Christians on this issue? And um, give me some insight on that, I guess, is the best way to put it.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think the there is a rise in, in anti-Semitism year on year. Jews are the 55% of all religiously motivated hate crime is against Jews. Wow. Uh, you know it's a spray painting with swastikas on the synagogues on at Jewish cemeteries. It's the you know there there was a there was a period, you know, a couple of years ago where almost every day in my feed there was a you know a Jewish guy walking down the street and somebody comes and knocks the keep off his head on purpose. Like like that's such a such a weird thing for me to think somebody could do, and yet like that 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 happens. Wow! And you're like, wow, what kind of you know, what's the spirit going on there? But at the same time, I think the the problem is, you know, I define anti-Semitism, Randy, as an irrational hatred of the Jewish people rooted in the fact that they're the people by which God brought His moral revelation into this world, and the world hates them for it.
0: Wow, that's well put. It's
2: a, it's a very it's a, it's actually what we're seeing is a spiritual manifestation of you know as as America walks back from its Christian roots as you know at, you know the the some of the worst places to be Jewish right now is in Europe where they they're kind of they're you know a couple of decades ahead of us on their post Christianness. And they're just getting worse and worse more anti-semitic and i think you know a lot of churches are they're just too focused well not too focused they're focused on other issues that and are are largely unaware i think a lot of people are unaware of the rise of anti-semitism i think um you know anti-semitism is known very well within Within Jewish circles, but outside that, I don't think it 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 raises to the level. And then I think the other challenge is is that a lot of Jews are progressive, right? And so right. sometimes the you know it's the Jews Jews who are standing up for for things that uh, are that Christians are standing against, right? right. Or right. vice versa, right? And as a result it doesn't take much for it to be like, you know, a conflict that, that starts out being over politics becomes uh, something deeper and more sinister, it, where where it's like, a, you know, stereotyping begins to manifest itself, where, you know, you you define a whole people by the actions of a few. And so I think it's important for churches and Christians to to get to know Jews, and then also recognize that, just like in every other, you know, ethnic group, there are people who are are across the board on political issues, but also, you know, like, I, I spend a lot of time with Jews who are having the same questions and same concerns that lots of Christians are having, like, how do I raise my child, you know, in a world that is antagonistic to people who hold to uh, a... that there is such a thing as objective truth, objective reality. The people who, you know, that, that's the, the same question is being asked, uh, you know, in the Jewish community, that is asked in the Christian community, and so there's a... I feel like there is a there is a huge opportunity for us to learn from each other, um, you know, the Jews are, uh, there, there aren't nearly as many Jews as there are Christians, and yet they've had a longer history of just kind of the general persecution and antagonism that we are just beginning to feel here in the United States. And as a result, like, I think we have a lot to learn for how, how do you preserve the, the practice of your faith in the midst of a world that hates you. Right. Jews have a lot of experience there and I would love it if Christians um reached out and and asked those kinds of questions. How do you, how have you done it That's the
0: thing? Right.
2: I think that would be very valuable.
0: Well speaking of that, <clears throat> there was an event that happened uh this past Saturday um in Volusia County, Florida. And uh, I know that you were part of that. I was there. And can you give me a little bit of background of of what that was about, what happened, and then then the outcome of that?
2: Yeah. So the sheriff of of Volusia County, uh, Sheriff Chitwood, has been just a real strong uh, supporter of the Jewish community, very uh, openly uh, antagonistic, we could say, towards those who are promoting anti-Semitism. and. He has, he, he in his work, he got the eye of the neo-Nazi movements that are still, unfortunately, alive and well in the United States here and there. And so the nationalist, National Socialist Movement organized a protest against him for Saturday, uh, and it, it also obviously caught on to other kind of uh, anti-Semitic groups, and so they were going to join in. And so we got word, and so we organized a counter protest against those guys. And uh, we had over sixty people out there. Randy, it was great to see you there. And and uh, we had flags, and we had signs, and we stood in in just friendship and solidarity with the Jewish people, and also uh, just showed our support for for Sheriff Chitwe. And uh, it was we were we were strong enough in our in our sixty number. To, uh to basically scare away the neo-nazis they didn't turn up they drove <laughs> by with their with their cars and kind of rev their engines as they're like cool and uh but yeah they they just didn't turn up we, we scared them away and it, it was it was really it was a fun time I loved everybody there uh Sheriff Chitwood came out and oh, shook wow. everybody's hand that was really cool. And the you know he was uh, yeah he he was stuck around he was with us I think for almost thirty minutes just you know really so so pleased that we were you know that that we turned up uh, in support of him and it, I think he just um, you know he felt uh, you know he was on the, was on the wings of the eagles right to, to quote the Bible there so it just uh, I think he just was really buoyed by our presence and it was cool.
0: That's awesome, and I know he has gotten a number of death threats. Uh, what he told me at that event that, you know, it's one thing. I mean, this is my job, but what he said, it's not my family's job. And that right. really hit me that uh, his family is under attack uh, as a result yeah. of of taking a stand against against this this kind of hate. Um, one last question. What can we do to get the church? There should have been a thousand people, two thousand people there. I agree. Um, I agree. Tell me what we can do. And I'm going to I'm going to lay it on the fault of the church. I just am. Um, I believe it's the church's fault. Um, I had a conversation with a large, large group um, a couple days prior to that event, um, an, a large denomination, and they told me that they were too busy organizing an event uh, for next month uh, to get involved in this. So I, I'm, I, was, I was dumbfounded, but I'm just trying to understand what can we do to get the church motivated, to get them to understand that this is a biblical mandate, I believe, that we should be doing?
2: Well, I think it, it really does matter um, how we we model uh, this kind of leadership to, to the churches. I think, the like I said, I think a lot of churches are unaware that anti-Semitism is taking place, but I also think that a lot of, a lot of churches are unaware of what is the—like, what's the source of persecution? And why, you know, churches are— they're concerned always about, you know, their political witness, if you will. Like, what are they, you know, some, some are, are more overtly, which, you know, we're going to be clear eyed about, you know, uh, there, there's, you know, only two genders and, and and then others are trying to be more seeker friendly. And like, you know, if we don't, you know, we won't, we won't say anything political and, and therefore people come in and they, you know, might just meet Jesus and then change as a result. So I think you have this dilemma taking place in a lot of churches and how they speak out about issues in general. Uh and I find a lot of a lot of churches are just fearful of speaking out because they don't want to alienate anybody. Um and unfortunately I think I, I actually think that's a kind of a wrong tactic, uh because in a in a world of Gnosticism, of you know where where uh, there's there's actually another religion that's being promoted by uh, the leaders of our nation. That Christians have to wake up to the fact that that we need to be we are the ones that have the truth. We have to, we're the ones tied into reality, prime reality. I mean, that's that's who God is. He's prime reality. And so if, if we're not speaking about that, then like who is? who's who's gonna speak up if we're not? That's right. And I think the degree to which the the Jews are hated because they brought that more revelation of God into this world, you know, we are it's that's that's actually the the root that we're grafted into. Our persecution comes because we're affirming that moral revelation into this world.
0: That's right. And if we
2: don't understand that connection, if we don't show that connection, then I think we're missing out on an opportunity as people are looking around for, like, who's going to be the... who's gonna be the revelator who's gonna bring the truth I mean we really have to leave it to Bill Maher on on HBO to be like, isn't it weird that like you know these people are promoting, you know like saying that 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 men can get pregnant and like that's absurd right like right. if you have Bill Maher being bolder than the pastor around the corner like we we we're not on the right track we're here, we're know? definitely
0: in trouble. We're definitely right. in trouble.
2: So, so I think we, but I also, you know what? I mean, I think we have to, um, a couple of more points here real quick. One is, I think we have to be, we have to model this stuff. People follow leaders, people follow leaders, and they have to see people who are leading the way on. And, and I think it's important that also in leading, we are, we are leading physically, Right. I think one of the things that has come about with social media, you know, it's, it's great that we can, you know, connect with people around around the country and around the world. You know, we can know what you know our friends that we had in high school are still doing today because of, you know, Facebook. And yet one of the things that has happened is that it has made our our advocacy quite weak. Right, because we think that if I post this on social media, if I change the you know the picture on my you know my home screen, that I've done something.
0: Right, and
2: you know the the reality is we are body and spirit, Randy. We are we are and and uh, it's important that we actually physically show up at stuff. That's right. Because in a world of digital action uh the, the, the physical showing up actually it breaks through that stuff and it actually makes people notice. And so the more present that we are, the more physical that we are, uh, I think the more powerful that our witness is and will become.
0: Luke, I certainly appreciate your um everything you're doing. I, I appreciate what Philos Project is doing and Philos Action League. Um In closing, give me some information real quickly of where they can go to sign up to get involved in the Philos Action League.
2: Yeah, so uh, to to sign up for the Philos Action League, it is philosactionleague.org, P-H-I-L-O-S, actionleague.org, or you can just Google Philos Action League uh, you get to us that way. It's very simple to sign up. All we need is your name and your zip code and your phone number. If there's an anti-Semitic incident near you, uh, we'll reach out and we'll just say, hey, could you go get some flowers and bring it? We'll even tell you where to go. It's very simple. It doesn't cost anything uh, to, to be a member. And, you know, you might even never get activated. But then, you know, in the, in the world we live in, you might. But you'll find real joy in the opportunity. And we're not going to, we don't hit you up with a ton of spam. We don't, you know, uh, we're very light on the newsletter front. Uh, So, yeah, just sign up. It's amazing.
0: Thank you very much. Again, I appreciate what you do, and God bless you. Thank you, Randy. It is everybody's responsibility to fight this hate in your communities, no matter who you are but very specifically and especially people of faith. God has given you a responsibility to protect those. This should be easy for the faith-based community to engage this issue, to stop this hate of anti-Semitism that's running rampant, not only in Florida, but across the country. It is responsibility of people of faith to get engaged in this issue. There should have been at that event, there should have been Thousands of people show up in solidarity for the Jewish community and supporting the Jewish community and supporting law enforcement that is fighting these issues. This is Randy Osborne. Until next time, God bless. Worldview Truth.